When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Today's episode of Making Podcasts Great Again is brought to you by FanDuel, the exclusive wagering partner of CLNS Media Network. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Making Podcasts Great Again. I am your tech stuff guy, Jay Nog, and we are here, of course, with the president of the United States of Mar-a-Lago of America, Mr. Donald J. Trump. Mr. President, how are you doing today? It's not so much what I'm doing. It's a, it's a better country. We are, it's, it's, a, it's a sad day out there. That I can tell you, we have total disaster. The border is being overrun. The Sleepy Joe China administration is selling us out. And I don't know if the country can take any more of this, to be honest. Well, I'm doing, is, I'm doing yes. well. Other than that, I'm doing very strongly. Okay. Uh, let's just jump right in. We have lots of topics for today, Mr. President. Um, I was reading um, in the papers today. We should call and... the show Hot Topics. <laughs> um, I was reading um, the papers today, press releases, and the American people are saying that they are not happy with what they think is going to be their Republican and Democratic choices, which would be Sleepy Joe and most likely you. And the people are asking for a third choice. Um, for president. What are your thoughts on this? Are we going on the podcast or off the podcast record? We can go off the record and then on the record, if that works for you. We'll go, we never started a show so early, but I think we need to go off the record. So it's, okay. let's go off the podcast record. We're off. The American people are mostly... Mostly, I'd say stupid uh, on both sides. It's sort of about, honestly, it's a bipartisan problem. Very stupid, very aggressive, very bored also, you know, and I, you know, they got AD, the whole country is sort of low IQ and has ADD. So the truth is I did a great job as president. Sleepy Joe's done a horrible job. It's two choices, good or bad. And people say, I'd like mediocre. I'd like amazing. Well, you're not getting, if you don't believe in me, you're not not getting more amazing than me. So I think it just proves that we have a a bipartisan stupidity problem. And honestly, if if you don't like me, you're stupid and you should vote for Sleepy Joe. That's the truth. Um, but oh, we want a third option. We just want somebody. Yeah, they want to create. They want to do like weird science. You ever see that weird science? I would have given mm-hmm. them a bigger, bigger tits. To be honest, no, we're off the record. Um, yeah, I mean, you're making a woman, and you make like an eight 
like a nice swimmer's body with that. Right. You're literally making a woman from scratch out of a computer. And the best you can do is sort of an eight. And she ended up banging Steven Seagal, who we like because he supports us, but he's a total whack job. And they're teenagers too. So you would think, think they would have would... been like, we're going to, we want triple, triple Z. Is that, is that a bra size there? Triple <laughs> Z. Let's go triple Z. It would have had, it would have had a woman walking out there who would have weighed 140 pounds, 139 of which would be breast. <laughs> and instead it was like, you know what we're into? We're into lean models. <laughs> what a stupid movie. It should be called stupid science. Now we'll go on the record. We've discussed the important things of the record. So on the record, Mr. President, what, what are your thoughts on sure. the third choice for president? Who do you think this third don't choice say on could the possibly record. be? Excuse me. Don't say on the record. You have to edit this out. They'll think that we were off the record. The whole point is that they don't know we were. So, don't, so just take that out as well. Thank you. Gotcha. I think the American people are so disgusted with the Sleepy Joe administration. American people are very smart. Very smart. And all they want is good things. And between Sleepy Joe totally ruining the Democrats, the brand, I mean, they, uh, the Democrats are done after Sleepy Joe, but the fake news is working so hard to make me seem like I wasn't a great president. In fact, they want to make me seem like I was a bad president, which if you look at the, the data and the facts and the information and also the stats, you see that objectively, I was the greatest president we've ever had. So it has to be ridiculous for people to believe that. But if you if you give the people a sleepy jail and then you tell them that the great president was a horrible, terrible traitor, they're going to go, okay, we need a third option. Between the fake news lying to us and sleepy Joe destroying us, we need a third option. So I don't, no, no, I don't blame the American people for thinking they need a third option, but they just don't realize that they don't need a third option. It's, This is sort of what I said to uh, Ivanka on her prom night when I escorted her to a prom and a date showed up. And I said, you know, you don't need to have the three-way. It could just be me and you, darling. <laughs> so, and that's what America needs to think. And I said that in a, fa- you know, meaning like a fatherly way, like a father-daughter dance, not in any sort of nasty way. Of course. Excuse me, Mr. President. Um you brought up immigration with Sleepy Joe, and I read that somewhere, I think it was in Texas, that they were using a hotel for uh, veterans, and a bunch of migrants came in, and they were kicking the vets out of the hotel to house migrants. How do you think Sleepy Joe is dealing with this immigration problem, and how? what would you do um, when you become president again? Well, I would put all the migrants into all the hotels and then detonate the hotels. <laughs> Problem solved. <laughs> That's that easy? <laughs> easy peasy, migrant expleasy. All right. How do you think Sleepy Joe is doing right now? Well, you know, uh, I mean, immigration. how is he doing? I don't know if he's even doing anything, but what he is doing is being a horrible leader. We had a strong thing. It's called Title 42. And 
it basically said because of COVID, you can't come in the country. And now that COVID's over, I would have put in Title 43, which says, guess what? You still can't come in. And instead, Sleepy Joe is like, Jack, we got to get rid of 42. But, you know, now if you watch, if you read papers and watch certain news channels, they'll have you believing it's actually not as bad as we thought. But if you watch strong news like OAN, OAN is actually just running scenes from the movie The Accused and calling it and saying that's what's happening at the border. That's the kind of news we need. That's the kind of strong, honest news we need. They're just showing scenes from uh, Requiem for a Dream and uh, The Accused and Shawshank Redemption, certain scenes from Shawshank Redemption. And it just says underneath, this is what Sleepy Joe is doing to us at the border. And the people are responding, they're not going to put up with this. They're not going to put up with this for very long. But other, other, other so-called news papers and news channels are choosing to show actual footage and data. And then they say, oh, it's not as bad. Well, look at what aliens, look at the accused and tell me that that's not bad. It's bad. It's actually very I bad. Don't, I just don't understand because uh, the homeless problem on the borders, like in Texas, um, homeless problems in, in New York City, homeless problems in major cities, Los Angeles, I think Florida too, is getting out of control, lots of violence. Why would you want more people in this country when we can't even give homes to Americans? And some of those Americans, we don't even want to give homes to. Exactly. I would, I would argue that some of those people we shouldn't give homes to either. So then why are we letting migrants stay in places over American, especially American soldiers, and just keep letting more and more people in when Americans don't know where to go? Does it make sense? Well, I would argue, you see what happened between that soldier and the homeless person in New York? That was very sad. Yes. What if we organize like an official MMA in Texas and it's migrant versus soldier and we sanction it. In other words, we migrant sanction martial it. arts, migrant martial arts, MMA. MMA. There it is. And it's veterans versus migrants. And we sanction it and we have referees to make sure it doesn't get out of hand. But if you lose, you have to either leave the country or we do strong capital punishment. Not a bad idea. It would be you put the fight streaming online or something so you can the truth, make money the truth on the social TV, you know, which we're, as we discussed last week, we've acquired the Spice Channel and we're in the process of unsquiggling the lines. <laughs> so we would we would air it uh, very powerfully on on truth social TV. I didn't, that would be the first programming, right? And then we would run ads for Netflix. I think it's a brilliant idea. And then UFC is one of the most popular sports in our country. They do pay-per-views almost every single week and sell millions and millions of dollars. Imagine seeing Americans taking Uf out immigrants. UFC, under, undercard fighting Chicanos. <laughs> I think it works. I think it works. 
it's something to look into for sure. I'll talk to my friend Dana White Power and see if he wants to <laughs> uh, get involved. We sh- I mean, we've got the talent. And, and it, isn't that the American? Think about this. Uh, inst- imagine you're a migrant, okay? Mm-hmm. And you show up here, and all of a sudden you get a troop. You get a U.S. troop who's trained. But if you beat the crap out of that troop, welcome to the country. Because imagine if you're, if it's a good test, I think it's both ways. If you can beat one of our troops, who, by the way, are allowed to use weapons in the octagon. <laughs> but if you can still, if you can still survive and defeat them, welcome to America. We want, you're, you're tough enough. And we didn't want that troop to begin with. Imagine a troop armed losing to a migrant. You're not keeping our country safe. I think you're doing, you're probably keeping our country, we call it unsafe. So yes. I think it's a win-win. It's a it's called a merit a meritocracy. That's when you have an across anocracy of merit. Now, what do you think the reactions of the migrants going to be when they enter the country and they're given a mouthpiece, six ounce gloves, um, <laughs> and shorts that say migrant across the waistband, <laughs> and they get their hands taped up. And then big John McCarthy's like, let's go. (laughs) I think it's going to be be interesting because a lot of them will probably be out of their weight division, unfortunately. (laughs) Um, But what if we do this? What if we sanction family on troop matches? You know, if you have a big, strong troop, 240 pounds, and then the family only weighs 300 pounds between the four members, you get them all in there. Seizing children can fight now also. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> now I think you got sort of a fair matchup. It's more exciting, too. Forum won a handicap match. People love... Uh... You know, all these crazy different types of matches in the WWE with the ladder match and the steel exactly. cage match. That's perfect marketing. You know, and, and when and when one of our troops, one of our great patriotic troops, you know, goes for the you know, the five year old first and like throws him into a river, you'll see the parents <laughs> get fired up like a you know, like eye of the tiger, eye of the churro. And they'll just they'll go they'll go harder at the troop. And I think you're looking at probably we might put UFC out of business. I think Dana White Power is going to want to get in on this because we'll probably put the UFC out of business with this kind of strength. I think it's a it's a genius marketing idea. And, you know what if I'm and, and I'm but we'll let if a mariachi band shows up, we'll let them use the instruments. You know, if, if our uh, troop has an AR-15 and a grenade launcher, I think the least we can do is let the mariachi band use the maracas and the and the guitar. So they get a guitar versus an AR-15 in the ring in the octagon. Well, if, they bring, if they have a guitar, we're not just handing okay. out guitars. You know, we have to keep our you. strong conservative economics. You know, spending keep spending down. But if you show up with with a guitar, da 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 da. Let's say they sneak into the octagon like brass knuckles or something. Are they allowed? to use them or they'll be taken from them if they use them or rocks or any kind of weapons that they brought along with them other than guns and firearms 
the migrants can use anything they can bring in as long as they understand that the troops have grenade launchers, AR-15s, acid, and small nuclear weapons. That works. I think this is a fair matchup. I, uh, I'm waiting for tickets to go on sale and uh, stream it on True Social. It's exciting and stuff. Right my, and my great friend Jerry Jones, owner of the Cowboys, has said we could actually we could host some of the matches in the in the Cowboys Stadium. Oh wow, that's ticket sales too. That's a lot of ticket sales right there. And all proceeds, all proceeds go to uh, the Migrant Cremation Fund. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> Mr. President. Um, we have a bunch more stories here I want to cover, especially Mother's well, after a story Day. But, like, excuse me, after a story like yeah. that, you know, you know, you got to go to a sponsor. You know, they got to be so know. proud to be to be associated with our strong patriotic show. <laughs> well, Mr. President, make a fast break to FanDuel during the NBA playoffs. Unfortunately, the New York Knicks got knocked out. Uh, because right now, new customers can get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's $1,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. It's awesome. Um, I did this. I put on Knicks, and I lost. I still got my money back, but there's great promotions every day. It's it's the safest and most secure betting app, and you get paid instantly here. And uh, FanDuel is where I go to make all my bets. I made a lot of future bets for the New York Jets already. And before you've got Aaron Rodgers, and then you can bet in games with this um, futures. Avengers, Avengers in game was a good movie, by the way. <laughs> How about uh, that new one with the the talking fox? What's the that that movie? Oh, it's, it's it's a raccoon. Show some respect, yeah. <laughs> and it's one of the best movies of the year, if we're being honest. Guardians By the way, the new Galaxy. rotten orange is coming soon. It is, but I actually I wanted to because I'm sure you bet like a small potatoes bet on FanDuel. But you do what you can. Yeah. They respect you. Mm-hmm. Tech stuff budget isn't the same as billionaire presidential budget. Definitely. But what I did was listen. I'm going to explain to the no sweat bet, but no sweat bet to these people. I bet very strongly because I don't like LeBron James. He's very woke. I bet the full thousand. I made my first deposit. I bet the full thousand on Golden State to win. They call that money line. And it wasn't a money line because they got destroyed by, by fake King James. I don't <laughs> even like his Bible. And so they lost. I lost the money. And guess what FanDuel did? Guess what they did? Boom. $1,000 right back in the account. So you know what I did? I'm feeling the luck of the Irish. I put that 1000 that now that I had it back on the Celtics to beat the 69ers from Philadelphia. And guess what? The 69ers, they lost to the Celtics. So I used the maximum no sweat bet. They paid, they kept their word, which we respect. Very strong word keeping. And then I won. And I, I, not only did I not sweat, I didn't sweat at all. And then I won. So in my case, it was a no sweat plus very huge victory. But that, yeah, that, that would be too long a title. For, for the for the strong people at FanDuel, but that you know, I wanted to give the people more of a strong inspirational story instead of the sort of tech stuff. You know, I lost five bucks, but they gave me five bucks. But nobody wants to hear that. 
That's right. The president went with no sweat first bet, and you should too. There's no better place to bet on all the playoff action than America's number one sports book. Visit FanDuel.com slash Boston and get a no sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's FanDuel.com slash Boston. FanDuel, official sports betting partner of the NBA. 21 and over in all select states. First online real money wager, only $10 deposit required. Refund issued as a non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in 14 days. Restrictions apply. See full terms at FanDuel.com slash sportsbook. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino LLC. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit FanDuel.com slash RG. C-O-I-A-M-I-N-J-O-H-P-A. I-L-T-N and V-A states 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text next step to 53342 in Arizona, 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccbpg.org slash chat in Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana. Um, 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com in Kansas, 1-887-770-STOP in Louisiana, gambling help, helpline, ma.org or call 1-800-327-5050 for 24-7 support in Massachusetts. Visit www.mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland, one 800 Eight seven seven eight hope ny or text hope ny four six seven three six nine in New York one eight hundred five two two forty seven hundred in Wyoming or visit www one eight hundred gambler net in West Virginia. Now back to the show, Mr. President. Um, Mother's Day was what this year Christmas. is it? By the way, it's two thousand twenty three. Okay, because I thought I thought I just. I just saw a year or two of my life flash before my eyes. <laughs> um, now, on Mother's Day this past Sunday, um, you went on a whole uh, true social rant and about Mother's Day and the people who are against you, but you failed to mention the mother of your child. Baron and Melania was not mentioned in this post um, on Mother's Day. When you mentioned Mother's Day, um, why? Well, she's not my mother. Mm-hmm. Okay, good point. But she is the mother of one of your children. Well, she is a mother of a child, and we've spoken about him. We've let him do Patreon content. Okay, we've had him. So I've been nothing but nice to Melanoma's uh, son person. So, but I didn't have to, I didn't, you know, I didn't think a lot. I I, I had a mother and uh, she passed away when the great Fred Trump uh, pushed her down the stairs and buried her at a golf course. Oh, wait, no, that was, (laughs) that was my wife. Uh, He, I had a mother and she was a great mother, very strong, very loving. Um, not that hot, if we're being honest. I never found my mother to be particularly hot, um, which is always disappointing. And I sort of want, and when you show up places, you sort of want your friends to go, oh, I'd sure like to fuck the shit out of your mom. 
Oh, well, thank you. We're very <laughs> proud of her. Appreciate that, bro. But she wasn't really that type of mom. So, we, you know, we're sort of glad she's not here, for being honest. Uh, sort of an embarrassment to have her around. But I say that with love. I say that with great love for all mothers. But I think not enough mothers thank fathers, okay? Because without fathers, you're just a lady. You know, without a father, you're just a lady. And there's no ladies' day. Hallmark doesn't make happy lady card. That's good mothers. And what we do is so important, arguably more important than any part of the process. So it'd be nice instead if maybe mothers would go out of their way on Mother's Day and say, thank you, sir, for making me a mom. Because without you, I'd just be a woman and I'd barely have any rights or respect in this country. But because I'm a mother, you've made me more important. So I think that's, I think that's what we should be talking about. Not that I mentioned some random woman um, you know, did she, did you mention some random chick that had a happy, no, but what about thanking me? What about thanking me? You never brought that up. Okay. Would you like to wish Melania happy mother's day right now? Well, it's not mother's day. <laughs> okay. So we'll wait till next year. Okay. I will see. Maybe, maybe if they come out with a happy single moms from Europe uh, <laughs> holiday, I can wish her that next year. Well, that would be nice of you. Mr. President, how do you feel that Rick Perry is talking about possibly running for president in 2024? He's talked about this before and then always never followed through. Um, do you think he's going to follow through and do you think he would be competition? Oh, it'd be very competition for stupidest person in the primary. Um, he got about 1% in 2016, and he famously was giving an answer for the three departments that he would get rid of. He's trying to show, I'm a big, strong conservative who I would cut these three departments. He could only name two. He forgot the third. This is not a serious person. This is a very dumb person. And no, we're not, we're not expecting him to do anything except bring some stupidity to the stage. Now, we talked about this a couple of weeks ago, and you finally appeared on CNN last week. I wanted to hear how you thought your appearance went and how was your experience over there dealing with CNN? It was great. I actually had a peephole inserted into Caitlin Collins' dressing room, so I got to see what she was working with, and she is a fit young woman, that I can tell you. Um, but we had a great time. She looked good. Um, and by the way, I managed not to sexual. If I'm such an out of control sexual assaulter, I was on TV with an attractive woman for over an hour, and I didn't even touch her. <laughs> Mazel tov. I didn't even touch. I didn't even touch her. And nobody says, well, congratulations, sir. It must be false. You're not a sexual assaulter. No, no, they just say I was mean and I was very nasty. No, it was called gentleman. It was called being a gentleman. And you could tell, if you watched, if you watched that town hall, you could tell, I actually felt bad. It was clear that Caitlin Collins wanted to sleep with me. So I almost felt, I almost felt, I almost said, should I, should I grab her by the, by the pussy because it's like now I'm almost feeling like I'm making her feel ugly and she's not, she's actually attractive. And I thought I was actually, you know, it's one of those things, the radical left would have you believe if you compliment a woman, you're, you're, you're being sexist. Now some women like compliments and I could tell she was getting so sad that her president wasn't grabbing her. And I would have grabbed her with great love and great strength. But no, 
you know, we're being we're being extra extra careful for the radical left. How about that? But I thought it went one I thought it went extremely well. I showed that I'm I've still got the talent and the juice and we're gonna take out Sleepy Joe so quickly and we have great support. Great support and great love. That's what our movement is really about. It's about love. Love of sexual assault. <laughs> Did you hear when I made fun of E.T. Carroll and they cheered so loudly? Oh, it was such a, it was so beautiful. Just, you know, we don't, with the pandemic and everybody, social distance, social distance, we lost the joy in social interaction. And we almost forgot how fun it is to get together with a bunch of strong white men in their middle ages and laugh at a woman being sexually assaulted as we did in the town hall, we all had a good laugh at E.T. Carroll, and we it was it was nice. It was nice to get together, and you know, share in joy and the humor at a woman getting sexually assaulted. You think being on a liberal media outlet that you won over some new voters? Well, and Caitlin Collins giving me fuck eyes the whole night. I think. Uh, <laughs> You know, I think maybe a few. I, I think maybe a few people just realize I've been treated very unfairly. But no, we don't. That was not to win over liberal voters. That was to show independent voters and conservative voters that I will fight anybody anywhere. I wish they. I wish Caitlin Collins had, you know, come out in a bikini with a scorecard, like a like a like a ring, a ring, like a ring. What do they call that? Ring. A ring girl. Ring girl. A ring. If she had come out like a ring girl, and they brought out three or four migrants, and I beat the shit out of them. <laughs> I think then they they could hand me the they could hand me the election right then and there. I agree, Mr. President. We have uh, three more stories left, but before I get to these stories, I want to talk about another one of our awesome sponsors. Are you wasting money on subscriptions? 80% of people have subscriptions they forgot about. Maybe for you, it's an unused Amazon Prime account or a Hulu account that never gets streamed. There's this great app I use that helps me take care, track all of my expenses. And because of it, I no longer waste money on subscriptions. I don't even use. You might have heard of it. It's called Rocket Money, formerly known as Truebill. Do you know how much your subscriptions really cost? Most Americans think they spend around $80 a month on subscriptions, but you're actually spending closer to $200 plus. That's right. More than $200 a month on subscriptions. You could be wasting hundreds of dollars each month on there's this app I love using, takes care of it all for me. It's called Rocket Money, formerly known as Truebill. The app shows you all your subscriptions in one place and then cancels for you whatever you don't still want. Rocket Money can even find subscriptions you don't even know you were paying for. You may even find out you've been double charged for a subscription. They take care of it all for you. To cancel subscription, all you have to do is press cancel and rock it when he takes care of the rest. There's no email. There's no phone call to make. There's no form to fill out on the website. All you do is press cancel and rock it when he takes care of the headache for you. It's awesome. 
I joined up before the holidays this past year and saved hundreds of dollars on subscriptions. I didn't even know I was subscribed to. Get rid of useless subscriptions with Rocket Money now. Go to rocketmoney.com slash MPGA. Seriously, it could save you hundreds per year. That's rocketmoney.com slash MPGA. Cancel your unnecessary subscriptions right now at rocketmoney.com slash MPGA. Also, if you haven't already, sign up for the Patreon, patreon.com slash MPGA. We had a new couple of new patrons come in today and a couple yesterday. That's right. Patreon.com slash MPGA. You get bonus episodes like last week. We just did a, um, a live app for all the Patreon patriots. There are Fred Trump traditions. There's movie reviews. Rage and Brett Kavanaugh had a show that you can listen to. Um, tons of bonus something? guests. Yes. Well, obviously, there's the Baron. We were just referring to Barton content. Mm-hmm. We call it Bartent. Uh, <laughs> and then Ron DeSantis even snuck in and did a nasty, disgusting thing in an episode, which was hasn't been deleted yet, despite my strong wishes. And this week, you're going to get on Wednesday, I've already completed strong reviews of two documentaries, which are like movies, but with real people. Not a lot of people know that. But one is about uh, Michael J. Fox, and the other is about Yogurt Berra, who was a catcher. <laughs> and like, you know, and you, you, it, you should have seen Mike Pence when you heard he was there. There was a movie about a catcher. He came and he destroyed the whole theater with his erections, strong erection. Uh, and I was like, not that kind of catcher, Mike, not that kind of catcher. But uh, so you'll get new movie reviews this week. And I think, why don't we discuss this right now? We'll do the little housekeeping. Even though I'm not a Latino woman. Uh, what do you think about Thursday, the 25th of May for our live um, perfect time? How about the 31st? The la- uh, that's yeah, let's do the. Okay. Can we do the thirty first, Mister President, the last day of the month? Would that work? Since you asked very nicely, we can do that. We can do that. So let's do that. Let's let's do eight thirty p.m. Eastern time, not nine thirty anymore. We'll do eight thirty p.m. Eastern on May thirty first for um, the Perfect Ten Patreon Patriots. Eight thirty. We can hear about everybody's Memorial Day weekends. That's right. So the 31st, 8.30 p.m. And of course, go to patreon.com slash MPGA to sign up for the Patreon. Now back to the show. Mr. President, um, the Durham report was just released uh, for the, the Trump-Russia probe. And really nothing substantial came out. Um People are saying that this gentleman, I think he had seven months or nine months. He has a 300-page report that really shows no new information. They're saying that this guy really didn't do such a deep dive. People are a little upset about this. What are your thoughts on the Durham report and the results? It's a disgrace. Uh I hired him to look in very strongly into what was going on, and he's probably been bought off. Because everybody knows the corruption. The corruption is everywhere except with me. 
So the fact that he's not doing anything is, it really tells you that we're dealing with the deep state can get to anybody other than me, other than me, the deep state can corrupt everybody. So I think we really need to be concerned right now about what the hell is going on. And uh, I'm, I'm sending him a DM on Truth Social to go fuck himself. <laughs> so okay. that should tell him that I'm not playing around in any way whatsoever. So it doesn't sound like you sound very upset. Well, because it's a disgrace. We 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 trusted him to do a good job, and now he's not doing a good job. He's actually doing a no job. He's blowing this job. In fact, I would even call it a blow job. He's blown it so badly. Now, Mr. President, um, do you happen to watch the show Ted Lasso? I know you finished Netflix. Ted Lasso, I think, is on HBO. Have you seen it ever? It's on, it's it's on Apple TV. Apple stuff. TV. We call you tech stuff. And next thing you're going to say, I think it's on Peacock, sir. <laughs> Calm down, Mike Pence. And it's very sad. It's Ted Lasso. There's only one person on this show that I even tolerate. I haven't watched it. I've, I've I think I accidentally turned on one episode once. I've probably only seen 26 episodes, maybe, <laughs> by okay. accident. Now they, got, they have a, a woman, tall, blonde, very strong, very built, very curvy. She's got a nice British accent and a nice set of everything on her. And her name, I think, is Hannah Waddingham. She's and the owner I don't know of the team. She's the owner, and boy, oh, boy, she, she, we should call her Wad in my hand because she is exciting to look at. Other than her, though, the show's a disgusting, woke mess of stupidity and sake. Well, the, the person who plays Ted Lasso, Jason Sadukas, he said that the character was... Oh, he's a guy. He should, he should stick to the number game in the paper. Well, he, he, he said that the character... You know the number game? You remember the number people play the Sudeikis on the on the, on the uh, Sudoku? Sudoku. Uh, however you pronounce it, but she, he's done very well with that. Why go to TV if you've already got people playing Sudeikis? Well, he said that the character of Ted Lasso was shaped by you. Originally, it was a very belligerent person, and then he changed the whole personality of the character, and you influenced that. Um, how do you feel about that? It's very interesting because if you if you ever see the show, like I said, I've only caught twenty six episodes by accident. Mm-hmm. They lose; they're not a winning team. So somebody would say, "Oh, Mr. President, how insulting!" Right? He based it on you and said you were mean and belligerent, and now he's nice, and his team loses a lot. I rest my case. Maybe they think they go, "Oh, yes, radical left Hollywood." They said Jason Sudoku got me again. Now, in fact, now your character is a loser. And that's why he's not sleeping with the owner. If I was there, if I was coaching that team, they'd win the championship. And I would have strong, peaceful. I would have strong, peaceful relations with the owner very strongly. The last piece of news I want to get into, Mr. President, um, Voters are saying, and uh, you know, 
political pundits are saying that the only problem that you may have about getting reelected is that suburban women you have a problem with. They don't really like you. Um, what are you going to do about that? And is there any message you'd like to send out to all the suburban women out there to maybe uh, show you in a different light? I love suburban women. I love suburban women. And I want to let them know with me in charge, we will fight crime. We will improve your schools. We will make sure that certain people never move to your suburbs. We will we will not defund police. We will fund police and we will fund bake sales. And we will also be very strong for suburban values. We won't let them build affordable housing near your suburbs. We won't let them move migrants into your suburbs. Uh, we won't let any non-Division One athlete people of color move into your suburbs. <laughs> we will we will uh, have strong affairs if you want i'm willing i'm open to having affairs with any boy you know because sometimes like when you watch you know when you watch movies on truth social adult films which is going to be transitioning into netflix as that as often as a whole genre of like boards suburban housewives and i would volunteer to have strong relations with any of the suburban housewives who feel neglected and i would offer to also have relations with uh, ones who don't feel neglected and even don't want to accept my offer, I would still be willing to go into their house against their will and have strong suburban uh, presidential relations. Well, if I was a suburban housewife, um, I'd be very happy from what you just said. Well, like we say, once once you go presidential, you don't want migrants in your residential. <laughs> it's a nice t-shirt. I like that t-shirt. <laughs> now, Mr. President, uh, appreciate you spending another week with us. Uh, looking forward to the live episode. Looking forward to the movie reviews on Wednesday. Um, to all listeners out there, we appreciate all the support. And it was really nice seeing uh, a bunch of Patreon patriots uh, last week at the last minute live episode. Um, if you want some FanDuel action, FanDuel.com slash Boston and to join Rocket Money, RocketMoney.com slash MPGA. Join the Patreon, Patreon.com slash MPGA. And don't forget, we announced tonight um, on Wednesday, May 31st, 8.30 p.m. Eastern time is going to be the live episode for the Perfect 10 Patreon Patriots. Uh, for me, you can just follow me on social media at JNOG. And um, I'll have dates for the summer, um, probably next week, just putting all the schedule together. And um, that's really it. Uh, Goodyshow.com. Mr. President, the floor is yours. Thank you very much. Hey, everybody. It's me. It's JL. Um, we got a show in Montclair, New Jersey, June 3rd. I'm on a show in Montclair, New Jersey. So if anybody in my neck of the woods listens to this show, see you in Montclair on Saturday, June 3rd. Um, beyond that, just uh, right now, 
check out my other podcast, Righteous PK Podcast. Check out my Patreon. A lot of bonus stuff there. Um, all of it is, all my stuff is on uh, jlcomedy.com. There should be a new blog going up this week as well. So lots of stuff to always check in there. Um, but yeah, thanks for listening. Give us five stars on Apple Podcasts if you haven't, and God help us all. Today's episode of Making Podcasts Great Again is brought to you by FanDuel, the exclusive wagering partner of CLNS Media Network.